How much Farrah Fawcett spray does it take to keep Steve Harrington's hair amazing while he takes down demi-dogs in Stranger Things 2? The answer might surprise you in this episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. All right, everyone, thanks for joining us for this special episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. We're going to be talking about the new Netflix show, Stranger Things Season 2. So, uh, the description is, it's 1984 and the citizens of Hawkins, Indiana are still reeling from the horrors of the Demogorgon and the secrets of Hawkins' lab. Will Byers has been rescued from the Upside Down, but a bigger, sinister entity still threatens those who survived. Um, and the series is created and directed by the Duffer Brothers. They didn't direct all of them, but they directed the first one and a couple others, and it spans nine episodes. And um, I wanted to talk about the show and start things off by just our spoiler-free thoughts on Stranger Things 2, start things off with script. Script, what'd you think about Stranger Things 2? It was really good. It was amazing. I think it it uh, it did everything that the original, I mean, that the first season did, but, like, bigger and, and more... There was just a lot, of, a lot of good things in there. I think the way that they... Um, uh, the paths that the characters took was believable and it fit really well. I really liked the story that they told with with the characters, except for one which I could get into when we do the spoilers. But Yep, I but, think uh, I know the episode yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> I think we'll all have a lot to talk about that one. Travis, Stranger Things 2. I thought it was great. I think it elevates from what they did in Season 1. Uh, it seemed more evenly paced than season one and it might just be that we have the the background of all the characters already but i thought it was fantastic and the new characters they added in really brought a lot and um just seeing will's acting we didn't really get to see that in season one but seeing it in season two man that kid can act holy crap yeah but yeah yeah amazing show so I want to talk a little bit about someone's acting here because I think that one criticism of Stranger Things season one, which I kind of agreed with, well, I don't kind of agree with, I, I do, is that Winona Ryder's acting is a little one note um, in that she's just kind of hysterical mom for nine uh, episodes. And I kind of agree. She she sort of was. That said, I totally get why your kid's missing and it's weird and all these weird things are happening and she's really hysterical. And so I think... And I think that was a little grating on some. I didn't feel that way, but I definitely thought it was a little one note. And I think in this season, Winona act, Winona writer's acting is very broad in this one. And in fact, I think season two shows how much of a great actor she is and what she can do. You know, she can do serious. She can do funny. She can do badass. She can do all of these notes as a character. And I think that 
you know, one thing the Duffer brothers did really well in this season was was round out all these characters. And I think that's probably the best thing they did, actually, in Stranger Things 2. Um, yeah. Kick things over to uh, who's the person that I forgot? I forgot someone. Uh, that would be me. OK, Tim, <laughs> yeah. Tim, Stranger Things 2. <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked it, too. Um, I see what you were you know what you're talking about with Winona, Winona Ryder in the first season, kind of being a little bit one note. Although it, you know, I agree that it makes sense for the character given the situation that's going on. If my kid um, was missing, I'd be very one note. And yeah, one note I would, would be, be hysterical and yeah, panicking all the time and angry that like those, nobody is believing me. You know, it kind of reminded me of those people that said that. Uh, uh, what was her name in Breaking Bad? Was it Skyler? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Skylar and Breaking Bad was a was kind of like a B and just not supporting her husband. I'm like, he's a meth dealer. <laughs> he's like, a terrible guy. And people are like, she sucks. She's the worst wife ever. I'm like, he's a fucking meth dealer, killer, murderer guy. What the <laughs> sh- what are you saying? And she's like, and people are like crapping over her character. I'm like, what is wrong with people? <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, it was nice to get to spend some time with Will, where he's not just, you know, on the brink of death, basically. <laughs> Even though I guess, uh, you know, well, well, we'll get to more of that when we get to the spoiler section. But yeah, it was. I'm just impressed with all the kid actors. I don't know where they found these kids, but they're yeah. so good. Yeah. And usually I hate kid actors because they're terrible, but. Yeah. The entire cast in the show is fantastic. Yeah, and I think they have some additions to the cast that are really good, too. Sean Astin, like, he's basically who you want to pull into this kind of thing if you really want to make a really great 80s homage. But it's like, but they didn't just bring him in because he was in The Goonies and a bunch of other stuff. I mean, he's actually really solid in this. And he plays that character that I wouldn't have expected him to play. I thought he would be playing the adventurous sort, you know what I mean? Like Mikey from the Goonies, but older. That's what I would have wanted him to play, right? But that's not uh-huh. what he did, and he was great in it. And that's what I think Stranger Things does with its characters, like other Netflix shows do, like Orange is the New Black. They take a character like um, Steve Harrington, right, who's a bad guy in the original show. Spoiler alert, he isn't. And then he becomes one of the most interesting characters in season two for me. Oh, yeah. He he's like he's incredible. And then just the way he says, like, I got to take you little shits down. Oh, man, it's so great because he's got to save him. But then he has like the most amazing hair and his baseball bat is so iconic. And I don't know, just they'll take again. It's 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 a great thing to take a character that you think is a bad person and they're playing a tropey bad person, and then they spin it around. And no, it's a human being actually. And Steve and Who Dustin together were so great. That's exactly <laughs> that was right. one of my favorite things about this yes. season. Exactly right. And so I don't know. I I just the way they do characters is I think I think that's the biggest strength of season two. It's like season one didn't really have a whole lot of time. I don't really think it focused on the characters as much as season three did. Our season two did. In fact, I think the first three episodes or four episodes are the best part of the whole show because it's just existing in the town with these characters before the S hits the F as them just living. And it's really cool. It's like Halloween and Hawkins. And I don't want to spoil it because it's so fun. 
and it and it just it's like it like nails the 80s ref it nails that time period and what kids would actually be doing and it's not really in a rush to get where it needs to go and um i read someone basically say that they think or that's how the duffer brothers look at it is like stranger things is just a nine hour long movie and it mm-hmm. really is yeah um and i think more so in season two and you can definitely see that netflix it's like one of their biggest shows and definitely a focus for them and it sounds it seems like they got a little bit more of a budget because one thing of Stranger Things season one that I would say is the visual effects were a little noticeable that they weren't sort of 100 percent. And well, they were there 100 percent, but maybe they just some of them were a little not as great. Season two does not suffer from any of that. They got funded. <laughs> so and uh, you can tell that they really went to town and in, in the creativity department. Um, just existing in the sets and all that kind of thing. And I like how season two also um, brings back some stuff from season one that you liked, like that fun junkyard. But I don't want to talk too much about that. And then when Steve Harrington and and what's his name, Dustin, 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 go to there and he's like, he's like, this'll do, <laughs> you know. But it was from the first season, but he wasn't there, so that's a really fun callback. So I wanted to um, end our sort of spoiler-free thoughts on it, and we're gonna move into spoilers starting now. And uh, I wanted to, this isn't really a spoilery thing, I guess maybe we should have done it after this, but um, I'm wondering which season we thought was better, because this is a thing online that I didn't really get. Most people, a lot of people think season one was better, but I totally don't agree at all. So I'm just curious what you all think. Script was season, which season do you think was maybe better for you? Mm, I mean, the fir- the first one is your it was all new and your it's your first experience with these characters and this environment yep. and what's going on so i mean the first time is always the best time i think for just about everything um but as far as like i don't know stranger things 2 is more of what you want and i think it's if I were only going to have one, I guess I would take the first one, but I don't think I could ever get enough of Stranger Things unless they did a horrible job with it. I mean, well, I don't hold, know. hold on a sec. After the end of the first season, I had no idea what they were going to do because I thought they tied it up so well. I'm like, season two can't exist because it's over. Right? Well,. This, and you, then they you, retconned a bunch of stuff, and now here's season two, right? But it seemed like it was over. They, they didn't retcon anything. That I'm well, aware of. you could. I, I think. Well, okay. Think about it like this, right? The end of season one seems like Eleven died. Well, nope, she didn't die. She was just in the upside no. down. There was. Oh yeah, there no, was, they totally alluded that she was alive. Yeah, they alluded she was alive. They mm. and Will coughed up the slug, so you knew that stuff was going to happen. You didn't know what was going to happen, but I mean, yeah. There was, there was things. Well, okay. Here, here, here's also what I think maybe is more of an example of a retcon, which is fine. Again, sci-fi happens all the time. I don't think it, season two is bad for it. But like now, Eleven has a sister. Um, there are other kids in this facility. But that you don't, you don't think season one would have talked about that a little bit, like just slightly? No, I think that was a huge retcon. But it's fine. Did, Again, it's fine. They did that in season one, though. They showed the other girl. I mean, they you knew that they, they were did? experimenting on other kids. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I think I just kind of assumed they were because her her number was 11, so you assume there's at least 10 before her. Mm. 
Yeah, right. and she and she's not literally her sister. She's just no. Well, I know what, what this yeah. show calls her sister. I, sure, I, I sure, get sure. That. Yeah, hmm. yeah. All no, right. I I think they played well enough into the the world that they created the first go around. Um, I the only thing that I I I wish that they that I hope they get away from in the third one is poor Will. Like they need to they need to they need to take the attention away from him and the devastation even though like when and i don't know say what you will about winona's performance but like her in the show she was the problem solver in both seasons she's the problem yep. solver she's the one that communicated and with will and and figured out in a positive productive way what was going on and what to do, even if she didn't have all the pieces, you know. Um, as soon as she started messing with the taping the uh, the drawings to the wall, uh, my my girlfriend was like, "Oh, she's back! Crazy Joyce is back! Yep. Here she goes!" <laughs> Same and so here. It's like, yep. And so that's the you know, and that's kind of what you look for. But I right. <laughs> I hope that they move away from that in the third because if they do will at the center and joyce going crazy it's that's gonna start to feel like really formulaic at, at that point not to mention just poor will man yeah <laughs> i know like, seriously get will must let's, suffer. let's traumatize one of the other children well so that's kind of what i thought in the first movie i thought um i'll just kind of go into the next question but i i thought in the end of the first i'm thinking of it as a movie i still think of them as movies honestly but mm-hmm. in the end of the first season i thought the upside down was gone but it wasn't maybe a retcon again i don't know look how you want to look at that but like um at the end of this movie at the end of this movie it (laughs) seems like uh the shadow monster is they they shut it down they shut down the upside down they close the gate um well yeah i mean so if there's no more upside down which why would you shut that down it seems like it's you know maybe they'll just open it back maybe the shadow monster will be back he's got his own portal gun or something i don't know but like if they don't, if they do something different, it's not the upside down anymore. Um, oh, they're going right. to do the upside down. Sure. Yeah, I mean they oh, closed absolutely. off the the series with the shadow monster over the dance where they they ended the show. Right. Yeah. So I mean, you know that with, that's going to be at least part of it. With well, the... Will, Will has true sight, right? And uh, and and Eleven's a mage, and every you know, and then they've got other barbs and all this kind of steve arrington's a barbarian or whatever you know with uh and then whatever so like i don't know i don't really know what the point of that was <laughs> save me guys what were we talking about again <laughs> well the uh like what they would do in season three like it's it, it sounds like um maybe you're saying they've they've built these situations and it seems like they keep closing off their yeah yeah their and end. i well, I just think that like Will's going to be connected in some way to the Upside Down if they do it. And if they don't do the Upside Down in season three, then he just won't probably be connected in that way. But I think he's always going to be connected to it, whether or not he's like screaming about it or not. You know, I don't know. But um, maybe he'll learn to control it a little bit better. Yeah, we could see him getting more power and kind of, you know, still have that connection to the Upside Down, but not be in, right. in utter terror the entire time. Yeah, maybe... Right learn the ability to you know like true sight see into the upside down without yeah. actually physically being there yeah. so that you or know, being able he doesn't to go... get possessed by a 
shadow demon again. Right. Well, if he just is able to control when he's there and when he's back, that'll at least allow the shadow monster not to like take over his brain. You know what I mean? So yeah, if he just adapts, you know, in one way he could just, you know, it could be a lot more um, powerful in that way. But yeah, yeah, they might keep doing the upside down. It, I think that would be fine. And so script, you're talking about one episode in particular. Was that the one where Eleven and hangs out with her sister? Is that the one you're talking about? No, I was mostly talking about Will as a character. Just oh, I see. I, I wish they wouldn't have. That's the only thing that I would have changed. I think is to have him be the like. I, I just felt bad for him. Kind of like what I think Travis was saying that um, we actually got to see him act the character. You know, the actor that plays. Yeah, Will yep, he did in the second season, and it would be it'd be cool to have him act with the group. You know the the gang, the party, um, especially now that that Max is there, and I don't know. I want to see him interact with Lucas and and uh, Mike and all all the the guys, the guys. Yeah. Um, I mean that would be okay. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why did Eleven spend the entire show away? from helping like the main story like i get why they did it because something to do with their sister which i heard in another podcast and this kind of makes sense seemed like they were like they might spin off another show with those characters you know what i mean for just for one episode she goes and hangs out with her sister and does you know becomes a goth or whatever which i think is totally cool and that episode's fine but it seems really out there from the rest of the show some people think they might spin those characters off into their own separate tv show or whatnot but um which makes sense if that's what they want to do or they're going to be some big part of episode season three or whatnot but do you in x-men movies they spend a lot of time shutting down professor x because he's overpowered right he is the most powerful mutant around. He can just stop what's happening by just walking into a room and saying, okay, everyone, you're dead, or stop doing this, or you know what I mean, or whatever. So in the first X-Men movie, they take him out. In the second X-Men movie, they take him out. In the third X-Men movie, they kill him. And, uh, spo- sorry, spoiler alert for X-Men. <laughs> and then in X-Men first class, like in uh, the rogue, like X-Men uh, Days of Future Past, um, and he doesn't have all of his powers. Again, they use other ways to get around that he has powers or that he's not, you know, or he's like a younger kid or whatever. So it seems like in this show, they like just don't have her around the main characters so she can help them until the end. And she's obviously so OP that she just shuts everything down in general. Um, I don't know. I just, I thought that was interesting that they did that. Yeah, I, I think it, no it makes there. sense because she could have solved a lot of this pretty soon. But I think they also gave her a good reason to be away from the rest of the group. Oh, yeah. And it really helps to, like, have... I think her character development went in a direction that it couldn't have gone if she was hanging out with the kids because there's a lot of of coming-of-age stuff that she didn't get to have because she wasn't didn't have a normal childhood, and this kind of helped that along with the... with Hopper acting as her dad in a way. So I like the way it went. I didn't mind the episode where she went and hung out with her sister, but it didn't really seem to connect much yet anyway. Like you said, maybe they'll come back for season three or have their own show, but I kind of hope they don't go the well, own show route because that might dilute things a little too much too soon. I think the idea is that they're 
going to use them more. They're actually going to. The Duffer Brothers alluded to the fact that they might be moving the season three out of uh, Hawkins, out of the small town, and ah. into like a bigger city. Well, that's cool. Oh. Um, maybe. Um, at least that's they implied something to that extent. Um, that one episode, I don't know. It did feel a little out of place, but I think the whole point of it was just. Um, to use it as a as a, a vehicle to get Eleven to a state where she could unlock her powers mm-hmm. to close the gate. Yeah. Because before it was it was basically uh, it was <laughs> I can't I can't not do it because it's the only analogy to make. But um, it's basically. Uh, when she goes to Chicago to see her sister, it's basically Luke going to Dagobah. It's exactly <laughs> the scenario. It's a she, little sh- quicker than that because she just moves a bus and then she's you know a Jedi. But I get you. That's exactly. But it's the what same it is. thing. And the oh, whole yeah, reason that yeah. the whole reason that she leaves is because she has a vision that her friends right. are in trouble, mm-hmm. and so it's like it's it's almost an exact. Um, and so when she goes, then she does all her things i think that in the next season you're gonna see her be even more powerful i predict that and they did it i i told my girlfriend it's like if she at some point she's gonna do this she's gonna she's gonna fly because most um telekinetics can can fly oh yeah um and so she i think that she's gonna actually be at some point in season three i think she's gonna be be able to fly like like neo well, style well she did a little bit if, at the if, end there yeah she kind of hired a little bit exactly yeah she, so she if you kind of think about it her sister is essentially professor x and she is magneto in a way i mean more powerful than magneto probably right right so it's like it's like a little bit of like and it seems like they're gonna add more maybe in the few like more of one through whatever of these people i guess like is it that strange like it seems in the stranger things universe there are people that are born with powers so i wonder if we're going to see more of them and there are going to be good and bad people with powers or it's going to be the upside down or both or i don't know they they have a lot going on in this universe which i think is really interesting and so one thing that i thought was kind of cool was remember barb in the first season she just dies yeah right yeah and so there was a big twitter thing like you know barb justice lives. for barb yeah. barb lives and <laughs> stuff like that and i honestly thought they were going to retcon barb back into the show because of just people wanted her back and she wasn't really dead you know she's just in the upside or something like that but they didn't do that and yeah, so no, she did no nope, so it seems like Sh- sean astin's character is probably dead too because at the end of it he, yeah 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 he gets eaten <laughs> very much and so. honestly i just was so bummed by that because he's so great and you figure oh wow sean astin's gonna be in this show this is incredible right. nope he's in and he's out yeah, Rob like, reiner's the only new character they kept really and i just which who's great by the way he's really good paul reiser but, uh, Oh, Paul Reiser, sorry. I always yeah. confuse Paul Reiser and Rob Reiner. <laughs> Anyways. They're, they're basically the same person. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, they both, weren't they both in Mad About You or whatever? Anyways. I mean, they so, kept Max, so there's another character they kept. No, no, and I'm, right, right. I just was just lamenting that there's no justice for 
Sean Astin. Uh, poor Bob. God, I felt so I bad when he like got through there and like saw yeah. the exit and stopped to smile at her. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You Keep knew. running. You knew. The, yeah. the minute he turned and smiled, he's like, uh, Bob's gone. Yep. Yeah. 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 And they I, wanted you to know that he was dead because yeah. they, they kept the camera on his chest as they were eating him alive. I mean, it was just like... Well, I think that's why... I think that was a direct response to the justice for barb thing, probably which is no they ambiguity here linger on her too long so you don't know exactly kind right. of thought but you didn't but right. with this one they're like no here are his bones that they've <laughs> that they're flush it's like they show his pilot yeah they show his yeah. spleen and i don't know it's all it's totally. all pretty final yeah it's pretty pretty funny yeah and sad no sad yeah, so um, I think that one thing that I'm realizing a little bit is that um, Netflix is doing a really good job of telling these stories, and I don't think every one of its shows is quite at this level. But if they keep, and they are spending billions of dollars on content, and now with Disney, you know, wanting to do its own show, its own channel, which we'll talk about later. It, P.S. It has a lot to do with Star Wars. Um, I think that um, Netflix is setting itself itself up pretty well to, you know, put out really great stuff. And um, it seems like it's not so good at doing movies, Netflix, although it's got a couple cool ones. But it seems really good at doing these kind of shows that are basically like really long movies. Mm -hmm. And I hope it just keeps doing more because they're great. And um, I agree with you, John. I don't uh, script. I don't really think that uh, this is a real derivative show that's just a bunch of nostalgia. I think it really does do some new stuff while having fun moments back to the past. So I don't know. Stranger Things too. I liked it way more than season one. I thought season one was because I came into it and everyone was like, Oh, it's the greatest show ever. And I watched it. And I thought it was good. It was really good. I don't think it was the greatest show I've ever seen. And I think season two is um, significantly better. Yeah. And I agree uh, with what me. you said about, how you thought, how are they going to do a season two? Everything was wrapped up nicely. I mean, you know, they, they added in the the hooks. They, they allude to the fact that Eleven's still alive. They show Will coughing up the, the stuff in the sink. But, you know, aside from that, you feel like the story is done. But they did such a great job in season two of picking up and telling this whole new story. And yeah. I'm hoping that that's, you know, they, well, they did the same thing this time around. They closed off everything, but then they planted a few seeds and... Which, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really happy that in the age of streaming now, we can get closure with stories and television, right? <laughs> because do you remember back in the day, guys, we never got closure for anything, right? You, you'd end on a cliffhanger every season. And now yeah. Yeah. with like, like Orange is the New Black and Stranger Things and like all these shows like on streaming, they can, they, they can do closure. <laughs> Thank you by the way, for that, because it's just yeah. so much nicer to be like, oh, well, I mean, the shadow monster's still there, but everyone got to kiss their sweetheart or whatever. Like, yay, that's great. Like, why not? We're all fans. Why not, you know, give it, you know, yeah. wrap it up? <laughs> so I really like that. Do we want to, um, real quick, maybe say what we want to see in season three? Absolutely. Absolutely. Travis, what do you want to see? (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to see, well, Eleven is currently obviously a badass. She's gotten control of her powers. And 
maybe there'll be like kind of an a bit of an X-Men analogy there with all the other kids. No, no X-Men show. That's what I don't want to have like, in season well, three. Not like, not like a full-on thing, but just like a couple of them coming in to help out because no. there's going to be like the... They can't make the threat less of a threat. So right. you know, if it's going to be a bigger threat, they need more power right. to take care of it. And Shadow Monster's big brother coming yeah. on the scene, everybody. Yeah. Mostly what I want to see is um, now that the legal issues with Eleven are sorted out, the interaction of the kids with Eleven again, and getting, you know, they've got Max now, like, get everybody back together, start the party up properly for the first time that we've really seen it. Yeah. Tim? Oh, gosh. Um... I want to know exactly what that shadow monster is. I hope they kind of explain that as well as just kind of explain what the upside down is a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't have to like tell us everything about it just to learn more about it. I think that's mm-hmm. really the only thing I would like to see. Cool. Script. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I'd like to, I think kind of a hodgepodge of what everybody's saying so far. I, 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 when we were talking about the characters earlier, I get, I envisioned that this, rather than turning into an X Men type thing, I envisioned it becoming more of like a, like an eighties version of like a Harry Potter thing. Yeah, like, that's okay. a better way to put they, it. Yes, I I like that. Okay, I much like that better. They have the characters. I, I I hope that if they do take it out of Hawkins, that they still have the core kids like i hope they don't move too far away from the 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 they call them the party you know the the boys and 11 and max um i I hope that they're always the core of the show um whoever else they bring into i i I just want to see them i want to see kind of what um uh travis was saying more of 11 with the group and they didn't really deal much with 11 and max 11 seems to still be pretty upset that max is part of the group um i'd like to see that dynamic it'd be cool to see if 11 and will have some sort of bond now that at least you know like they both have you know can do their their thing um i want to see i want to see more of them together because they're still going to be, they're all still in high school, right? They're not seniors. Junior high. Yeah, junior they're, high. Junior high. Okay. Yeah, it'll be uh, that'd be cool to see them. Yeah. Do. Well, like Steve and, and Nancy really are graduating, that. right? And then they refer to that. Right. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool to see yeah. them get jobs and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think for me, I don't want it to become an X-Men show at all. Like, I honestly thought when they added her sister in that that was not as interesting to me. It made Eleven seem less special and more like yet another superhero thing that I just we just got so much. We got we got so much superhero shows. Right. And it really seemed like Stranger Things was special and different in that there was only a couple people. And if they're going to bring in a bunch of superheroes, I I just, we, don't, we, we have that we already have that it's like have that in spades and I think that I, I hear what you guys are saying about understanding the upside down but I think it it's better off mysterious maybe 
Um, but I think it needs to stay in Hawkins. This is a Hawkins show. I think it it's way cooler to have all this crazy stuff happen in a small town and not in a big city. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just a little town and it makes and it makes no sense in that sci-fi way where everything happens in a small town. And I think that is what's really great about it. I think it's great that they keep wrecking Joyce Byers' house. And I think it's cool <laughs> that they keep, you know, going back to the school and all that kind of thing. And I think it's right. really cool that they keep it the party. And it cannot be diverted too much from the party. And one thing I think they need to do is in the first season, they were pretty much useless, these kids. And then they worked together and they were kind of useful, but Eleven really saved their asses. And then in season two, they have some ability now. They've done this before. Steve Harrington still got his bat. They're not dumb. They can work together to do some stuff. Although, you know, when S hits the F, they were going to die. Like, they were going to die even though they are going to... So they're gaining skills, and Will has true sight now, and Eleven's pretty much OP as hell, but everyone else is gaining ability. So I just hope that they keep you know, getting stronger a little bit at a time, you know what I mean? But they're still very human and kind of still survive just kind of on the knife's blade. So it'll be interesting to see how the show balances that. Now they added more demodogs. I don't know what they're going to do going forward. Maybe they'll add a couple extra little things that they can actually take care of. The demodogs don't seem quite as powerful as demogorgons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just more plentiful. So that's interesting. Or maybe demigorgon, demidogs turn into demigorgons. I think it's kind of implied, but didn't really seem to see that. But um, I don't know. It's like I, Pokemon, I, you know, you've got your stage one, which is a little exactly. worm thing. Your stage <laughs> right, two, exactly. which is the demidog. They just, they just and then your stage enough. three is the demigorgon. Right. There you go. Exactly. But uh, they didn't molt enough, and then they would have been Demogorgons. But uh, no, I like it. I don't know what they're going to do. With, I, I hope that at least they explain more of the Shadow Monster, give their a little bit more depth there. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, more of the party, more of the characters, no superhero show, all that kind of thing. I thought going to the city, I thought it was interesting when they hung out when um, Nancy and uh, what is the other guy that Jonathan. they hooked up? Jonathan, Jonathan went yeah. to go hang out with the um, conspiracy theorists. I thought that was gold. That was show yeah. gold right there. But that when she was in the city and the superhero show, I just didn't. I wasn't really down because those new characters I don't care about. They just seem like I don't well, know. Well, she did like, when through that little trip too. She also learned that her papa is still alive. Yes, so that was Matt, really interesting. Matthew it was also Modine really could come ab- back. Absolutely, I loved that, yeah. and I also loved all the stuff they did with her mom. I just didn't like hanging yeah. out with the the cliched character superhero party. Like yeah, I just yeah. didn't like that. Was just that was just boring. I thought. Yeah. Um, I liked her sister. I thought she was the most interesting character, but like Mohawk guy. Ugh. Yeah, I will <laughs> say that those characters just like cliche city yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, they could. Her little gang was was pretty bad i hope if she comes back very, she's it, by it, herself and doesn't have those guys with was, her because it was very cliche it was very 80s though it was yeah it was 80s but not in it but it not good it was <laughs> the bad part of the 80s yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. is nostalgic for right right, right. exactly and i really hope that if they want to do some of those characters fine just i mean they really had to make them cliches i suppose because they only had four seconds and you know it was right. one episode right so they couldn't do much i'm sure there's right. something there it's just, it was so quick. I was just like, eh, eh. I don't know. They tried, but, yeah. and it wasn't interesting, but cool. All right. Well, I think that um, uh, we all, did we all say what we wanted to get out of season three? 
Yeah. One more thing I want to say. I, I really want to see more okay. of Steve and Dustin in season three. Oh, <laughs> so much. I they want were more Steve Harrington. I want more of it. He's my favorite character. Yeah. In the, well, no, Lucas and Steve Harrington, honestly. So Lucas was amazing. So. Agreed. Yeah. I want to see more Max. I like Max. Yeah. <laughs> She's cool. She really came into her own at the end there, too. She was really cool, man. Justice for Mad Next. All right, everyone. Um, that'll wrap things up for our discussion of Stranger Things 2. Cheerful Ghost Radio is brought to you by CheerfulGhost.com, and our theme music is by Creo. Make sure you head over to Cheerful Ghost to let us know what you think of the show, and thanks for listening.